Get in, loser. We're going to adventuring. Hi, this is Daphne, your friendly audience surrogate. Rosalind and Charles have been captured by the villainous technocrat and his henchmen, the Vital Center. They're being held in the middle of the secret lab operated by the AI company, Hundred Times Limited, which is doing some kind of strange experiment using the gray goo and kidnapped street kids. This is a climactic scene. The big bad is going to explain the plot. Charles and Rosalind will discover whether or not they can overcome the barriers to their friendship. We now return you to the concluding action already in progress. So the uh, the CEO guy, the technocrat, uh, turns from Charles, who is you know still being covered, and there's a lot of tension there. And uh, looks at Rosalind and says, "So Charles, I know he's a public figure. I don't believe we've met." Oh, I'm just along for the ride. I find that very unlikely because you didn't die, and also because I watched your wounds knit themselves before my eyes. Must have been a robot malfunction. He he just gives you this look that says I you know I I'm not that dumb but if you give me a second line I might buy it. I've been doing a lot of CrossFit and it's amazing you know between that and a vegan diet. Don't get them started on CrossFit. She won't shut up. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of CrossFit. You're murdering me. He sighs and he says. (laughs) Let's say the the first rule of CrossFit training is always talk about CrossFit training. And uh, I assume you were nowhere Jeez. near Salt Lake City on the day of? The day of... About Tuesday? I've, I've been in Arizona lately. <laughs> he sighs. Well, uh, we'll have to do this a little more exciting then. And uh, he says, uh, would you sit there or will we have to restrain you? Um, I don't think you have to restrain me. That's outstanding. He says, and then like... A, a bit of the like the horrible gray goo that was in Not All Man falls from the sky, and lands on and lands on Rosalind. Wow! So uh, Rosalind's instinct is going to be to shake it off. Right. It just falls off. Even though like, I. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like very much what it was not doing with Not All Man. Very interesting. So it just kind of basically bounces off of her, like. Well, it, it like tries to grab onto her, and like, and like maybe it would burrow in or something. She's like, "Oh God!" Like it's a, like an insect, and just throws it off, and it lands on the ground. Yeah, Rosalind's had enough. Rosalind steps over to uh, the technocrat and uh, attempts to uh, stun him. Okay, so but uh, that puts us in combat. Uh, Rosalind and Charles get to go get to go first again. Uh, where would Charles like to start? All right. Well, first, my soliloquy is a zero time action. Mm-hmm. It is. Yes. So as he's kind of like, I assume like bursting out of like the whatever yes. like polite restraints is pretty much not going to impede me in any way. Then not in any way, shape, or form. Okay, so he'll he'll do like the you know just kind of flex and like the the bands pop off like he's yes. the Hulk, and he'll say, you know, the last time um, I was involved in a field exercise, uh, they dropped a nuclear bomb on us. And I survived. They know where I am. They know what I'm in, what I'm investigating. 
it's just a matter of time. And then he'll proceed to, you know, his his hand will transform into the cannon. Okay. Yes? As my zero action... Are you just pointing it at somebody? Pointing, and, and, and I will point it at... Um, but pong, not 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 technocrat, but uh, the vital center. Vital center. Yeah, who created? And I'm just gonna blast the shit out of him. <laughs> Roll a CV. And I get plus four because it's my gun. This is your rifle. This is your gun. They're both for fun. <laughs> and actually, I I, I I just have a rifle. I don't have a gun. Again with the Ken doll. Uh, detail. I got a nine. Okay, uh, yeah, you hit, and you just you blast them across the thing, and the, the two robots kind of lie down. Yeah, you know, the, the, thing, the thing is, strategically, I, I had debated doing this in the first combat, because I figured there's either one of two things was going to happen. Either this guy controls all of the little bots, and taking him out takes them out. Yeah. Or well, this is this is why I was like, dude, throw me because if I could knock him down, if I could if if I could at least like temporarily stun him, I could tell him turn off the yeah, robots. Yeah, there there that was perhaps a strategic error. Yeah. Um, it might have all gone horribly. My my thought was either if I if I if I blast like butt pong and a he doesn't go down, mm-hmm. and b you know I, obviously if he doesn't go down, there's still four robots that are going to just wreck our shit. Yes. <laughs> This so is absolutely like, true, yeah. So I was like, well, let me let me at least take out some of the robots, and then we'll go from there. I, 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 did, <laughs> I did not anticipate 20d6 of electrical stun. <laughs> no one could have anticipated 20d6 of electric stun. No one expects. Well, those robots did not look like they had that, and that was, that was part of the story. Anyway. So, I guess because, um, you know... From 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 Pandora and and other characters, I'm kind of used to mm-hmm. these like sixty character point chunks from things. So, right. so the concept of spending more than sixty character points on one thing right. is a little alien to me. <laughs> so, um, the technocrat is completely unfazed. He, if anything, he looks exasperated. I, I don't understand how you think this is going to end for you. You know, this isn't a local police situation. This is now a military action. And military actions involve body counts, not arrests. And and to, to again, stress, they nuked the last two Grey Goo problems they had. Mm. They know this is a Grey Goo problem. They're going to nuke it. And even if you surrender or are captured, this isn't a lawyer situation. I'm going to take you to the place yeah. for which Guantanamo Bay is the diversion. So Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm with you so far. I don't know what you want here. Well, there is one thing you haven't considered. Yes. I'm a hologram. Oh, that would suck. But that's okay because I'm here to rescue the kids. He says... Oh, it's good because the uh, the engine's already started up. You probably should get on that. Yeah, and disappears. Okay. So, I hadn't thought of that. So there's this pause. Wow. I don't know this like so Charles like loses his temper. He's actually very eloquent once he like, and he's like, "What is wrong with you? Why are you doing this?" And then he just winks out of existence because he's some kind of you know weird gray goo inspired hologram thing, some yeah. perfection power. And there's just this deep silence. 
And then Charles... As everybody looks at each other and... And Charles says, I hadn't thought of that. The vital center just lies there. And and well, the, the the robots just lie there inert alongside yes. him. Nice. Fleet mode. I, I So I, I say to Rosalind, um, I'm going to work on the kids. If you had any way to kind of figure out a way to shut down this thing, that might be the time to do it now. Um, I'm actually... Do so I need to s- emphasize that this thing is at least 120 feet over your head. Oh, I know. Yeah. Um... I'm going to... Do I have cell reception down here? No, absolutely not. That would be the idea. Yeah, that sucks. Um, where I was going with that, that was the kind of a... a, a yeah, legit. Subtle, you know, I, I'm a player and I know what, what's going on. Charles right. is not. Right. Well, he's just Charles checking. A, you, you, Charles will also just check no matter what. Like, yes, of exactly. course I don't, but you always check because you never know. They might have screwed up. But player to player, this is kind of like, hey, you know, maybe... Uh, Ramirez might have some way to get in on this. Oh yeah, yes. Yeah. As soon as as soon as you're done describing what you're doing, I'm going to describe that. Uh, I'm, I'm notifying Ramirez that we have a new project, and I'm going to give um, if if personalized medicine tells yes. the mechanical Turk yes. that she's got a, she's got a man on the inside. Yes, um, I, I can give him the Twitter account to which he could mention to somebody that, uh, you know, it'd be nice to get the, the, the technical blueprints of the, uh, <laughs> ICBM. <laughs> okay. So, uh, it is not actually an ICBM. It is just the engine from an ICBM. And it's, it's sure. It, sure. It, it no, I, I just enough fuel to, just to flame out the area. And not only that, but with a moment's thought, you realize that, that that wasn't even for you. It was in case something went wrong with the Grey Goo that they were preparing. No, that, that, I, that I got. Okay. Um, but that so said... So here's the other thing, too. So the kids are waking up. They all have various levels of the same, like, spidery Grey Goo equilibrium as, as the Vital Center did. I figure that's something we can arc weld at a later time. That that seems like a problem that does not need to be immediately solved. I agree. You would um, think that, and then one of them like melts a, a one of the rock, one of the um, bars of the jail, and starts wandering around looking sad and, and disoriented. Outstanding. <laughs> hey, I, I'm a stranger with candy. Follow me. <laughs> <laughs> So, Work that presence attack. Yeah, sure. Why not? Carl's can totally do a presence attack to try to try to get them to pay attention to him. So here's the situation: there's 13 of them. They have some mix of powers from zero to n. You don't really know where n is, and all of them are infected to a greater or lesser extent with the spidery thing that also likes to eat organic matter. Okay. And my, the uh, the engine is probably firing up. I understand. Um, my, so, my, so that's the, the outline of the situation. All right. My high-level plan here is... Yeah. Um, herd the cats to some other part of the non-tunnel facility. Because, obviously, they don't build an ICBM facility such that the flame of the ICBM is going to incinerate the entire place. No, that's correct. Like like, and there, there there's like got to be a... Doors that lead to a... Right. Yeah, that lead to a... Right. I'm guessing way, a short distance, a short distance down the hallway, yes. our hallway is yes. going to be a blast door that 
we again we we don't have to outrun the bear we just have to outrun you right <laughs> we don't have to escape the facility <laughs> we don't have to escape the facility we just have to get far enough such that the normal architecture of the facility will protect us from this rocket yeah okay that makes sense mm-hmm. um what so, do you do about the fact that the kids are very very dangerous um I'm going to try to appeal to their sense of self-preservation and say, hi, let's all go this way. I think this would be a very good idea. All right. Go ahead and roll a presence attack on that one. This is going to go hilariously wrong, and we're going to enjoy it. Okay. What is personalized medicine doing while Charles is, like, checking to see if plan A will work? I am having a conversation with Ramirez about the uh, engine. Yeah. I don't know what you think I can do. What can you can you get up there and see whether there's any way to manually override the ignition from above? So there is a big engine 120 feet up. I would have to climb a lot of stairs to get to it. And then I don't have any tools for opening it. And then it's full of volatile fuel. I don't want to be difficult, but I feel like you're approaching this from the wrong direction. That seems like a legitimate concern. Um, Also, I'm fleeing. That's another thing that's happening. My turn? Why did it get to be my turn? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, if Ramirez is getting out of there, I think uh, Charles's plan of getting everybody the hell out before this thing flames makes more sense than anything I can do to try and shut it down. Okay, Joe, roll a presence attack from Charles. This, 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 uh, I guess for a military guy who's used to commanding people, um, I probably should have gotten more presence. But oh, he's uh, fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got a sixteen. Okay. Out of three d six. Okay, so um, Charles does. The, there's thirteen of them, right? Yeah. Um, like a good solid seven or eight are actually kind of on board with this plan. Like, like they they were looking for something intelligent to do, and Charles has provided that. Okay, I'm basically going to, like, be pointing at a hallway right. down which I can see a blast door. Right. That's open. And uh, the, the, the kid that, like, melted one of the bars, uh, like, is, like, 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 melting through, like, the locks on some of the other stuff, and they're kind of getting out. Really, these weren't, these weren't very intense jail cells. They're, like, they're like mostly chain link and a, and a serious lock. So what, what, once one of them has some, some sauce, they pretty much make their way out. Okay. Problem is the other... The problem comes is you've got about five kids that are in various stages of non-functionality. Are they unconscious or are they just not aware of their surroundings or... More the latter because one of them definitely shoots a bolt of ice in Charles's general direction that freezes, like, 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 like forms like an ice crystal, ice king style little like igloo around one of the desks. Okay, and another one is like I can't I can't keep it from growing anymore, and like the the the, the like the little silvery spidery stuff is growing out of his back and like resolving into arms and legs. This is a problem that is rapidly spiraling out of control. <laughs> um, hence the, uh, Rosalind's going to help. Rosalind's going to help with this problem. Where, Excellent. What does Rosalind have to offer? Rosalind would like to take these, th- those two particular individuals by the hand and say, come show me what you can do. 
as she walks towards walks briskly toward the exit. All right, let's uh let's let's deconstruct this. So Rosalind is going to walk toward the two children, one of whom is firing ice bolts at random that freeze things solid, and one of that one of which is completely out of control with silver infectious goo growing out of his back, and she's going to persuade them to come with her? Yes. I feel like that's a little optimistic. Yeah, right. Also, this is a superhero game. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so I have a superhero uh, solution. Um, Where is that robot with the net gun? That is a good superhero solution. Uh, it is pretty trashed, but it it, it is uh, it is next I to the. Don't want the robot. I want the net gun part. <laughs> okay, what is Rosalind doing with, for example, the many powers she has purchased? Ah, well, now that's a what an excellent idea. Um. <laughs> so Charles goes over and he's like bust out the multi-tool right and he's like getting the net gun out and he's like okay I'm going to find a way to just trigger this thing. so it looks to me like the most overtly dangerous person in this room right now might be the, the kid shooting ice bolts certainly um, 50-50 you're right yeah um, Rosalind's going to stun him okay yeah so she walks over and stun him just roll, roll a regular attack alright Drop the die. Hang on. <laughs> that that only adds to the uh, suspense. Mm-hmm. The thirteen. All right. Well, they're not moving very much, and uh, the stun hits them, and they go down. Excellent. Um, the I other kid, however, seems to be fractaling. That's a hell of a thing to see. Oh, where's Manspreader when you can uh, meet him? <laughs> Sure, you give him a couple hours and you can describe uh, okay. how bad it's going to get. Okay, Rosalind goes up to the kid who's fractaling. She okay, looks so him in the I, eyes. I need, I need to be very clear. Like, this is like, so take a moment to decide what you're doing because it's probably, this, this is growing out of the cage and is going to probably try to eat some of the other kids. He had said before, I can't contain it any longer, right? That is correct. Yeah. This is the moment when the child announces that they have to use, that they have to use the bathroom. Right. She goes over to him. That, that's yep. great. She's going Her? She's going over to him. But before we, before we decide what we're doing, what clever thing involving your powers that I might have written into the script... I, I don't even know your powers or the script. Just, oh, man, I have to do Rosalind it. ...that Rosalind can do... I have to do it. ...that way? Charles cannot do, might you choose? And I will allow consultation on a player-by-player level, which we will then edit. Well, I could certainly just stun this kid as well. Right, but at this point, the the fractal does not appear to be under his his conscious control. Correct, and and narratively, that doesn't seem to be where you're heading. Like, you, you definitely solved one problem, but the same solution will not work for the second person. Right. What I wanted to do was yes. um, perform a presence attack to basically exhort him to get his shit together, and you know, but but it sounds like it is it has moved beyond that point. Right. Also, it's that would not be uh, a super heroic way to solve the to have the final problem be solved. I agree. It would it would not. It would be narratively unsatisfying. 
We wouldn't want that. Why don't you list I all your powers even... and see if Joe can help you brainstorm real quick? <laughs> I'm helping. I still like my net gun uh, theory. Net gun theory like was strong. That, 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 yeah, that would have worked great on, on Freezy Kid, too. It would have worked okay on Freezy Kid. So, my powers include age alteration. That's a... That that with with a power with a power skill role in there. I so don't she can think... make someone younger as though they were in a previous condition that they were in, and not the oh, current well, condition. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, but you know, I tried that on Nut All Man, and it didn't work that way. Which uh... you actually did not try age alteration on Nut All Man. Actually, you're right. I tried something else. Believe me, I, I attempted to give you a chance to learn how that would work. on <laughs> So what you're saying? Just throwing this out here. Is that what you're saying? Is you keep you keep handing me these opportunities on the silver platter, and I keep utterly missing them. All right, well, not missing them. That is not that exactly is correct. What I keep saying is I keep creating creating points in which it would be narratively interesting for her to use her most. That would be a hell of an interesting thing to try. Um. I like that better than the other options on the table. All right, so let's set the stage. So Robin walks over, and again, like, Charles is used to this sort of thing, but it's still kind of awesome. Like, Perlissa just walks over and just touches the kid, and he just falls asleep, just falls over unconscious. She's like, okay, one down. And she looks over, and, like, it's like, you know, like the Spider-Man with the the arms are controlling him toward the end of it with Dr. Octopus, except they keep unfolding and getting bigger. And they're like, oh, this is not going to end well. And 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 the kid has this look of, like, the just not, the not in control kid look, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Where, where they have the, when you have really bad runs, you can't stop shitting. Like that is what he looks like. Everything, mm-hmm. everything has gone so wrong, and Rosalind has a sudden inspiration. Yes, I I run to him. I put my hands on him. Yes. Is he gonna react? Does he react in any way? You're doing your thing. It's all you. The kid has basically no agency. Outstanding. This would be a power roll. I concentrate real. I, yeah, this is this Let's is going to be a power roll. Sounds like fun. I concentrate hard. I think heroic thoughts. Those are good heroic I think, thoughts. I, I think narratively um, consistent thoughts. And oh no! I total failure a, is also narratively interesting. Let's go. <laughs> I roll a nine. Outstanding. As a power stunt, Rosalind attempts to turn back time in a way that was not as pseudo-motivated. It's just sort of a raw manipulation of how the universe is working. You really missed an opportunity to have Pandora in on this action, because then shares, if I could turn back time, would come on. Oh, no, I was thinking, oh, no, it'd be Russia's time stand still. Halfway across across the country, (laughs) Pandora awakens from a deep sleep. With shares, like if I could turn back time, playing playing around her, and all of the items she owns getting younger and less dingy and better maintained for three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, please. No, no, this is great. I, I like that. That's like you, know, you pan out. There's Pandora. Like all, like all of her stuff starts like working better, and like like the dust falls off of it, and her clothes like they kind of patch up. <laughs> is that the video where she's she's on the battleship in that awful outfit? Yeah, and that's actually her kid playing guitar too, as I recall. 
now, now I gotta look it up. Anyway, so uh, please, yes. I, I do not mean I do not mean to distract from uh, personalized medicine morning, moment in the sun. And there is a sudden, like blinding white flash, and the kid is sitting there alone. There's no gray goo around him anywhere, and he is completely cured. Damn. looks up from his, his salvage operation on the net gun robot and is like, well, that's a thing. Rosalind has very much the same reaction because this is the first time she's tried doing something quite like this. Fixing Not All Man after, after Charles electrocuted him was kind of a different thing. Can, can you do that on the other kids? I Ramirez pipes think up. I might. Don't, don't try that on me. <laughs> Puberty, puberty, one puberty was enough. <laughs> and the kid just the kid just bolts at that point. Excellent. Who's left? Hmm? Who's left? Uh, there are a couple of sleeping kids. There, 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 there are. Let's see. You now there's thirteen. Seven, seven ran out and held onto their powers. Uh, Ice kid is asleep. You yep. knocked him out. That's eight. Nine was fractal kid, and there are four other like younger kids who are like still unconscious. So Great, I, would... I can I carry two. Charles carries three. That's fine. I was going to uh, make a little make a little net gun bed to kind of gently scoop them up and. Make, oh, that's it, nice. It's a it's, it's a loogie net gun. Oh, <laughs> so like like silly string. Yeah, and it, oh. which hardens upon contact, yada yada. Oh, okay. Well, I'll pick up two kids. Yeah, in a, in a boring non-superhero fashion. Well, you know, it's kind of cool. Like a shirtless, armored, armored torso, Charles, like carrying one child under each arm and then one like over his shoulder, striding away from the from the soon to explode. From as as flames descend from the ceiling, I like this. Yeah. And then on the way out, he just kicks the button that closes the door behind him. Oh, I was gonna like get all muscly and, and close the door manually, but that, that's fine. I can push a button. Uh, I just like the image of him like walking out. It's like, oh, and like he kicks the ladder, elbow it, you know, hit hit it with hit with mirror. Just kick the door behind you, yeah. And you escape. Kick ass. Nice. Which leads the only last question, which is, does Rosalind attempt to cure the other kids? Well, yeah. All right. Um, Um, it takes endurance ten, and I've got fifteen end, so I don't know. I don't know how endurance regenerates. At the end of every round, basically. Oh, so we're okay. in non-combat. You could do this, you know, one and round. And then sure. what's, was there an extra time restriction on this? Take 60 seconds touch. Oh, it says effects in two weeks, but we're doing it as a power stunt. Yes, that, well, that's why. The power stunt is that, you know, it's, it, it's a specific thing. It doesn't actually make them younger. It makes them themselves. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to be a real dick about this and have you roll this thing <laughs> seven times. Can't take, based take on 20. That, take based 20. on the number of successes you have, we'll go from there. What is your what is your power stunt success level? What's it based on? Based on int, right? It is uh, it is int based. I have it I have it listed as uh, 13 and under. Great. I would like you to roll seven times and tell me the number of times you fail. All right. 
Are, are we assuming that six of the kids were not transformed by Grey Goo? Uh, there were 13 total. Yep. Seven fled. They're fine, but they need to be touched. So, no, I'm sorry. Yes, you're absolutely right. <laughs> uh, I'm going to roll yeah, four three of them, to six, four of them, times. They didn't get to them yet. That's why they were still asleep. They were sedated. Okay. So that leaves a total of nine, one of which you've already cured. There's eight to go. Eight. All right, here we go. That's a nine. Okay, that's one. That's a nine. Yay. That's two. That's a uh, 12. That's three. Uh, I'm sorry, that's a 13. That's still three. That's still three. Ooh, that's a five. That's four. How many, how many heroic target. action points do you have? Do what? How many heroic action points do you have left? At least 15. Nice. Mm-hmm. What? No, you don't have 15 more <laughs> action points. <laughs> Dude. It's worth trying. <laughs> All right. Uh, that is a um, 13. That's five. Oh, that is me dropping my dice. <laughs> oh, my God. Draw it out. Draw it out. So yes! <laughs> That's a seven. Nice. nice. That's six. That's a uh, nine. Yeah. Last seven, last run, last kid. She's so beautiful. It's a six. Yes. Oh, oh my God, Rosalind <laughs> in a marathon power stunt application. <laughs> and, and Charles is just there with like this. Lick at the blast doors behind her. <laughs> Cures eight children of a deadly infection that might have spread across the state. Nice. And then, Charles. with Charles's help, escorts slash carries them back to the surface. Charles is just there with like the, with like the gauze, like dabbing at her forehead. <laughs> <laughs> Rosalind finishes, and she's like, "God damn, I'm hungry. I could murder a salad." <laughs> all, all Charles has is boron. <laughs> <laughs> I could make a sandwich out of my boron. <laughs> It would at least be human-shaped. <laughs> no, I'm sure we got, we got we got something on a, on a chopper. Oh yeah, you got MRAs. You got MRAs on the plane. That's not a problem. We got we got, we got sandwiches. So it takes Chocolate a bars. long time to climb the stairs. So, <laughs> especially so with the kids my, my and everything. My question is: Yeah, hasn't the cavalry shown up by now? You didn't call them yet. Well, see, okay, there was the assumption that Charles. Again, it has the protocol of checking in every now and again. Yeah, okay. And so, didn't know how long I was out unconscious. Um, I probably had some sense of it. but Well, let's go ahead and make um, it narratively correct. Like, right when you get to the top of the stairs, you're like, oh, God, like, what's going on? Like, you get there, and, of course, there's there's helicopters, and there's planes, and there's cars, and everything everywhere arriving. Just right then. Charles is like, you, you may or may not want to be... I, I, for this. <laughs> I, I, I was going to say, Rosalind sort of quietly melts back into the background at this. So, for the record, Charles can get her out. You can just, like, chew me and walk her over to the one, C-130 if he wants. Like, he he, he has mm. such, like, complete carte blanche. That, that is what we did on the military base, actually, now that you mention it. Or, uh, you know, like, give, give me a jacket and a hat for this civilian and take care of these children and I will catch up with you, right? Right. Right. And you there, get me a shirt. Pretty much, yeah. Well, you know, and he's covered in soot and everything, too. Carrying, <laughs> literally carrying multiple children out of a blast area. Like, you cannot get more legitimate Up. authority than that right there. Up this, is, this, this is what is happening right now. Yes. <laughs> Current mood. 
<laughs> Relationship status, it's complicated. Which is to say, what do the two of you say to each other on the walk back to the C-130? This has been an absolute delight. Thank you for helping. So Charles, actually, it's been a delight. He, he is clearly trying to be sarcastic. Ah, but it. it may or may not come across that way. Well, he's so full of endorphins from, you know, from succeeding. Yeah. He might be a little loopy. A <laughs> little bit. Rosalind catches it in the spirit to which it is intended and uh, mm-hmm. replies, I'd say let's do this again, but let's not do this again. I agree. <laughs> Let me know if you need anything. I mean, if there's anything I can help you with, because you certainly were a very large help to me. Well, thank you, and that was that was a hell of a thing to see. And and Rosalind's reflecting at this point that at various points in this adventure, she has felt that kind of burning, unambiguous sense of doing good without compromise, which has been a little bit unusual for her over the last six months, and she... Not just unusual, deeply missed. Yeah, and and, and the thought has crossed her mind that maybe this is what it feels like to be Charles all the time. <laughs> she doesn't say any of this. So, so Charles is like, if, if I had my jacket, I, I would give you my card. But you know how to get in touch with me. <laughs> you know how to reach me on Twitter. Mm-hmm. If if if, if you if you need me again, get in touch. Okay. And so it, I it, guess he gives it, her the keys to a jeep and says, you know, go somewhere and solve a problem. Or I, I guess he will ask her where, where uh, he would like her to take. He would like him to take her. Because he will certainly escort her with C-130 to anywhere. Pretty much, yeah. Back now, her, did her van blow up? What, what no, 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 no. The van, the van is still at the rest stop. in Flagstaff. Okay, that's right. It's parked in Flag. Yeah, you could totally fly it back there. Um, yeah. Also, Rosalind has a couple caches here and there if she, if she would prefer to be taken right. by those. I just, I, I just don't remember the status of all of them. Abandoning the van seems wise. The new van. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I just want to get back, back to the van and Flagstaff would be ideal. Okay. Yeah, we'll make that happen. So. Awesome. All right. Is there anything you, you'd like to say to each other on the, on, the, on the flight back to Flagstaff as Charles prepares for a, <laughs> uh, a liftoff from this country road? He might want to point out that this is like the, like having conversations with her are probably like the first intelligent conversations he's had. Yeah, what do they want Since, to talk about? I don't know, but it's actually like he, he deals. Me, he deals with an idiot man child who's probably part autistic, yes. <laughs> a twelve-year-old girl, and a freaking octopus. So he, they literally just have a very pleasant dinner conversation on the way back over MREs. Just stuff. I mean, he's flying the plane, but oh, you're, you know, you're, yeah, you're just, cruising but, altitude. But, you're, you're fine for an hour. Can, yeah, yeah. He can do that. Yeah. Just, just having a conversation about whatever the hell. That sounds great. Like you know, the the sports team they like, or you know, like some just science metaphysics thing they read, or, or do they? Does she want to start a book club? Whatever. <laughs> right. 
they, 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 some, they, they get into a conversation where they, they, they try and outdo each other describing crazy stuff that's happened to them while like out in the mountains. Or, or, or I'm thinking of like the, the the scene in Jaws where the three of them are talking about their scars. Just, just, right, just like Charles starts talking. He's got stories, <laughs> and the thing is, like, slightly edited. So does Rosalind. <laughs> she doesn't have scars, but you know, she's got well, stories. I'm saying a conversation like that it does not have to involve scars. <laughs> so, so they both start swapping war stories, and Ramirez is completely entranced because he hasn't he hasn't heard all of these. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, if we are comparing Scars, I think Charles wins. <laughs> <laughs> you got Rosalind back. She's fine. Because I was going to say, you've got, you've got, like, Wolverine versus, like, frickin' Mr. Roboto. <laughs> no, no, Charles, no, that's the thing. Charles has no scar tissue because he has no tissue. Uh, he, he's gone through a very messy divorce. All his scars are on the inside. What the sun comes down on is them having them really enjoying having the stupidest argument alive over whether or not Charles actually has scars. <laughs> just enjoying the sheer ordinariness of having a dumb argument with a buddy. Hear, hear me out here. I, <laughs> I have thoughts on the matter. <laughs> All right, thank you. That was the adventure. That was crazy fun. Thank you so much. That's oh, good man, stuff. that was so fun. That was tasty. And the only reason it's good is because the two of you bring me such cool characters to play with. So thank you very much. No, I, I, I really enjoy personalized medicine. That, that's, that's very creative. Like, the, the majority of the characters, I mean, all the characters that, that y'all have come up with are Oh, my God, yes. Awesome. They've been super fun. Yeah. It's been amazing. Michael here. Thank you for listening to our 19th episode of Get and Loser, We're Going Adventuring. After the recording, we suddenly realized that we forgot about the vital center, so uh, I guess he got incinerated? Anyway, we're playing Champion 6th Edition. Thanks, as always, to Brad Padre for our intro, outro, and interstitials. Thanks also to freesound.org for sounds and tabletop audio for background music. Thank you to Shanta for helping with the writing. Please leave a review on your podcast player of choice and tell a nerdy friend about us. That is not in character. Hoy chummer. <laughs> oh, I could go all night like a lumberjack. All right, and that puts us at an hour, so we're going to pause, let Joe shovel some uh <laughs> shovel some snow. Yeah. So I I'm going to I'm going to go on mute. I'm going to yes. shovel some snow, which could take question mark number of minutes. Yes. And then I'll come back and let there, you know. There will I'm be back. a new link for the, the the second half and that'll be in the in the Slack okay, cool. Thanks. Thanks. Cool. Cool. That's Dice Comedian Jazz. <laughs> Hi, Joe. I, I, I don't... I feel like I was not the target audience of that joke. You totally were. <laughs> and, that, and that's totally okay. <laughs> For which joke? The, 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 the dice jokes they didn't make. Ah. Oh, my goodness. How's the snow? All right. So I, 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 we were in combat, and I think I just, I just took out. Uh, you already won. Like it's over. Like <laughs> shows a quick one. <laughs> so Robin, at some point in the future, I'm, I'm going to do a thing where like multiple characters are talking to each other on a podcast.
Yeah. Which is kind of meta, but there it is. And so I'd like to invite you to that. And that'll, that'll be in the scheduling discussion. Sign me up. We'll Excellent. And then I am going to try come hell or high water to get the next episode out by the end of this weekend. Woo. I've heard that before. Yes, you have. I still have all those damn pig lungs, so uh, they'll, they'll, they'll the, keep. The, the, the pig lugs? Yeah. Pig lugs. The, the ping the, lungs. The long pig lugs, yes. Thank you, both of you. That was so much fun. I've never right. had such a good time. Awesome. Good night. That was super awesome. All right. Thank you. Take care. Hey, thanks. Good night. <laughs>